0: Oh yeah, Spence! I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward podcast. Where we're searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all that news across the 805. I can't wait to break down these segments with you over our top 15 topics as we're moving through the second week of May with our unique journalistic points of view. Spence, how you feeling? Everything's great. We're going into Mother's Day, so celebrate mom and have some fun. I know. My wife is looking forward to it. We bought our little plant the other day at Lowe's as my daughter was away from the house for three days as she went on her f- fifth grade stay over camp. So the report from the camp from the counselors is she's doing well, but we're excited to have her home.
1: That's a lot of fun. So where did the camp... Kids went to Catalina and did stuff like that. Yeah, it was up in
0: Park. It was a camp up in Simi Valley area over there. So not too far away to make her feel comfortable uh, too much. But it was exciting to have the kids go out there. Special time of year. You know, you talk about Junior Lifeguards. You talk about those local camps. Uh, The city of Ventura has their new guide to all their summer programs whether you're a senior or you're a kid don't forget the city of Ventura offers an amazing programs for everybody so get out there and check them out see if it costs a little bit of money there's some free programs and get involved
1: my childhood the biggest thing we had up until boy the eighth grade was going to the griffith park observatory and the uh, La Brea Tar Pits. Those were the two biggest trips. Mm-hmm. Never went on these adventures. But it was fun back then. But still, uh, the idea that you were going on a school bus and going all the way out to Griffith Park was amazing back then. So I can imagine what an overnighter or two would do
0: for the kids. Got to be fun. Yeah. No, it's got to be exciting. There's some cool, really big you know, obstacle courses and fun animals to play with. So I love those business plans that are still looking forward to the kids. Huge fans of that. Yep. So what do we got going today? Oh, we're going to be doing some fun stuff. Of course, on our sponsors, we got Ray Fresco and those boys bringing the tunes. They're playing at Tony's Pizzeria, I saw, with another one of our bands and friends. Looking West was there, and also they had Peggy, Miss Peggy, a young up-and-coming singer. Peggy Sue, I think they're calling her for short. I don't want to drop too much of her name because she's so young, but it's my friend's daughter. remember Sean that came in, I think episode maybe 10 or 12. Sean's daughter is singing with Looking West out there, so we want to give them a shout-out. And that local music going down because we're getting right into topic one here, Spence, is the Anderson Paak fundraiser event tonight, Friday, May 12th. The POC house is in the Ventura San Buena Ventura house. And we dropped it today on the radio because we found out from Instagram, Mr. Smokey Robinson himself will be singing tonight on the fairgrounds.
1: That's really unbelievable. I mean, the idea that that man is still performing all the songs he wrote, everything going on, those two together. You local treat and Smokey used to golf a lot down in a thousand Oaks way, way back in the day. Flip Wilson, the Teal golf course, Los Robles golf course was very, very popular among the celebs because I think it was a gentle course. It wasn't that hard ah. and they all went out there and it was, it was a big deal. And Smokey was one of the, uh, one of the golfers.
0: Yeah. A lot of other great young upcoming artists too, from the area too. So it's not just Smokey there. That's the, the name highlighting it, of course, but, uh, Event starts early, too. I think gates open around 3 or 4, so get down to there a little bit early. Should be a great evening in the city of Ventura. And I got to say, with the news last week, and we didn't put it on our list this week, of the CEO, Stacy Riandi, stepping down, retiring,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're looking maybe for some more details of what happened, Who, whatever the legality of the verbiage comes out. I did say last week too, that she was fired on the video. Stacy, I'm gonna say personally, I'm sorry if it, the words came out wrong. Either way, I was just trying to say, you weren't here anymore and there was a big move for us, but you did great things while you were here. And I think moving this event here is another example of that. I mean. It was a lot of momentum spent seeing her leave. Let's let's do a sidebar there. That was shocking news last week.
1: The only thing I can say about her is I interviewed her twice. She was great on the air, totally into it. She had the spirit. And everyone I talked to that was involved with the fairgrounds said A-plus things about her. A godsend, a wonderful person. Uh, you know, just a, a ball of energy. Whatever you want to say. Right. Whatever old people say these days. <laughs> yeah, a live wire.
0: Whatever right. it is. But everybody had compliments for her. So I wish her well. Absolutely. Anybody who contributes gets into the whole thing. We talk about city manager a little bit. Anyone who contributes a little bit, thank you. But when you make that tax dollar and you go in front of the public, eye scrutiny comes with it, and that's what leadership describes. So. Anderson Pock is providing that leadership from the top to the bottom for the kids to show that you can grow up here in the 805 and get to the top of the world from the Super Bowl stage to Smokey. That's what I love about this most. It might not be my genre of music. It might not be my favorite. Like I'm thinking right now, if I go to the concert, what would I be listening to tonight? But I want to go because I want to soak in the atmosphere because as soon as you don't think that the music sounds good, it means you're old, right, Spence? I, I agree. Yeah, My friends right? turned
1: old because with me, I, I've had music I like and didn't like, but I think I've gone through the genres pretty good over, over the years. I yeah. was never one of those. And we in radio, you refer to it as the 12 to 24. Now, here's the funny thing about this theory, and it's not a theory. I, I base it on total fact. 12 to 24 means between 12 years old and 24 years old, for the most part, that's the music because mm. it's like seventh grade to about college. It's the first time you had a kiss. Got a job, went somewhere exciting, like you know, going on a field trip with a yeah. kids, Then making your choice for college or a profession. So all of those songs that you hear during that time stick with you, and that's and it happens over and over and over. Twelve Even, to twenty-four. Twelve to
0: twenty-four. And so my son is twelve and. My, my, I took my daughter to Violent Femmes. Mm-hmm. So we're getting down into our program here even more, at the Ventura Music Hall on Saturday night. And she's 11. That was her first concert ever. So I influenced her from the very beginning of Violent Femmes. How was she? She was awesome. She got a little tired, but I put her in the middle of the floor. Though i was like, do you want to go closer? Or do you want to go closer? She's like, yeah, yeah. So I did the whole push people, which yeah. I rarely do, unless I'm either intoxicated, which I'm not anymore at concerts, with a girl, which I'm not anymore. I've been Using
1: to, the daughter as a shield to push his which way I to haven't the front.
0: Be, right, which I haven't been to uh, a show with my wife like that in a long time, right? It's, shoot, we're going by 20 years now. And I found myself for the first time being like, no, I'm going to push people to get to my front of the stage so my daughter can see. So I got about almost a quarter of the way all the way through there. Finally, that big row kind of got a little up there, and I mm-hmm. started to do a little shimmy-shimmy, got a little angle for her to see. But she experienced it, which was great. Yeah, my
1: kid went to a few concerts young. Actually, when Cole was about one, he was at a Neil Young show. We did use Drink. ear protection and all that. Yeah, but he was at a Neil show.
0: Neil, I mean, hold on. Ear protection
1: Neil. for Neil Young. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Neil, uh, the Rush tour was louder than ACDC. Really? Neil said when he did the Rush tour... He said, I want to make the loudest concert anybody's ever seen. And that's the song. Hey, Just hey, my my. Turn it up. That man. was a beautiful rendition, by the way. <laughs> and it was Blow You Five Rows Back Loud. Wow. We had ear protection for my baby.
0: Speaking of babies, going up to our second topic. Lake Casitas Recreation Water Park. Have you seen these drawings? Hats off to whoever created this. I'm super jelly jelly. I want to get up there and build an Ventura, Spence, can you feel me? This
1: is the type of thing they wish everybody wishes Gosh. they had when they were a kid. This
0: is fantastic. I just did a cool Instagram story, too. Check it out on Instagram if you can, where they had, like, a timeline going on of eight photos of the last eight months to show the construction, Mm -hmm. and I did within 30 seconds. So check that out if you're happy to be on the the grammar, but... Hats off to more cool, bigger things for kids, parks, playgrounds. We're getting here in Ventura. I almost like to this point that our parks are so dilapidated because it's a huge platform for the old Parks and Rec Commissioner to continue to just shine through. Whoever the city manager is coming through here, Spence, as soon as he says, I'm taking the job, it's going to be me. Hello, this is Ventura Forward here Remind you, all your constituents want safety, better roads, and better parks. If you disagree with this, we will be talking about you every day. If not, we'll be your biggest fan. Thank you for taking the job.
1: And we do need that. <laughs>
0: and if you look at Kimball Park, when that came up, I thought, what a great place.
1: Because they got the little water slide and the fun there, too, for yeah. the kids. But the Casitas thing, that's a go-to. Now, it will cost you about 20 bucks or so. Totally worth it. Is it? Totally worth it. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a fee to get in because, you know, Lake and Seeds, it just costs money to drive in there.
0: I do like the fee thing, but almost like the botanical gardens, I would like free time. At least one day. It's a tax-paying thing. Mm -hmm. And I would like priority for city residents who pay for it. I hate to be the NIMBY not in my backyard stuff but if we've got people coming from all over the county or the country wherever you're coming from to use our tax paying services you either better be buying something or giving something or you got to contribute we're not going to be giving you free parking even parking lots cost money so if someone says they drive into town they park here for one night no parking lots according to city council meetings cost money every seconds to maintain it to light it to pave it all of these different things go, the liability that it takes for the private property owner to even manage that parking spot. It sounds ridiculous, but it's true. I'm in there for a little
1: validation, perhaps, if somebody parks, but then they buy something and they get validated. But I want people to use the facilities. We read this uh, thing on the uh, morning show. Oh, I can't remember the name, but it's like an Airbnb for RVs and what they yeah. do. So let's say you own like norn's Market and yeah. maybe you're closed on Sundays. Okay. So you could take your parking lot and make it an Airbnb so an RV can go in there and park. And you charge money for that so you make a little bit of money off it. I I think it's a brilliant idea and it's one way for people to make a little side hustle income if that's possible. Now we don't wanna yuck up neighborhoods and we don't wanna have issues, but if it's limited use one night and gone, something like that can work out really well. But I 100% agree. Look, even Disneyland, which is all about the money, they'll have zip code weeks where they say, hey, if you're in the zip code of Southern California, we're going to let you in for a little bit of a discount. So certainly we should get the same breaks here.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's taking unique leadership to get to those ideas, which it sounds like Disneyland creates. We know they've been. And did you also know, side note, my wife told me, Spence, what is the slowest day at Disneyland out of the week, do you know?
1: The slowest day of the week, I'm gonna have to go typical hangover Monday. Sunday.
0: Sunday. Sunday, why? Because you can't get in if you have the free pass. If you have the local annual pass, you cannot get on Sundays. Oh, you have to pay. Yeah. Yes. So in order because of all the locals in Orange County area, all those mommies that go
1: all the freebies uh, come in every other day.
0: Sundays you can't. So they say historically now, because of the way the algorithm has worked with the redemptions and stuff, Sunday happens to be the death day. Clever. Yes. Thought I'd throw that in there. Moving more now into driving down to LA can be very interesting. There's a story I wanted to hit on right now, and an idea I want to throw past you, boss man. Is there was a driver that drove wrong way on the freeway. I heard he made it all the way from Oxnard Boulevard area all the way to the Seward area in Ventura. Wow, It's about four or five miles. It was this week. Rich reported on it. I think it was in a later time at night. Definitely very intoxicated. My thought is this. We have those tire strips that make you go bum, 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 and they flatten your tires. Rumble
1: strip. Oh, oh, the ones that, the that, ones that flat,
0: flatten. The ones that flatten your tires. Flat. Now, how long ago was the last time you seen... The the make your t- tire go flat evolve. When's the last time you've seen like a new evolution of that invention? I guess when the
1: police started throwing them out in front of cars. Yeah, That's- so a
0: long time. It feels like almost right. So where I'm going with this is saying, can we evolve a new system that has spikes to when you get the wrong way on the freeway instantly pops your tires? It seems like because you're not going that fast as you get on the freeway, and if you are, you should probably slow down anyway. You know, But at the entrance of the freeway or the exit, however, we're going to use the analogy, right? If you're going the wrong way, pop, pop, pop.
1: So before you hit freeway, when you're still on the ramp, if you're going the wrong way, bam. Yes. I'm in. Thank you. I like it.
0: Thank you. I I, I mean, it seems like there's got to be something that's probably less prohibited as far as like a speed bump. Because these old metal ones were, I think, a little... But some of them, were the well, group. the ones
1: at the drive-in were the classic, you yeah. know. So it, people couldn't sneak
0: into drive-ins; they were the classic. The fairgrounds still has them. Yeah, they're still and up they're there. on a flat. With a f- so some of these uh-huh. places still have yeah. them. Yeah, I bet you if you ran over, they probably like some like liability. I didn't see these. I bet you, you could get them somehow. This was not regulation these days. Yes, I bet you could these days. Yes. So, but I wanted to hit that real fast for safety from intoxicated drivers. We're going to reach out to CHP, more of their impact stuff, and get after this. Getting into topic number four. Term sheets. This is a topic that's hitting huge right now. A term sheet, a legal term sheet, is looking to bypass the development on the Alessandro Road off of Seaward. 14 acres Spence, New high density has now been prohibited across the state. 760 homes can go in this 14 acres, which is right next to the railroad tracks, right next to the strawberry field, the Ventura. Credit union property that mean you went to this wild and scenic festival a few years back sure. from Ventura Land Trust. Lots of fun. Giving some details to people where it's at, but the community's in an uproar because council and staff right now are looking to go past a few dilapidated processes that haven't been taking place. One being the coastal plan, one being a sequa, one being traffic minute, another one being traffic mitigation, and there might be one more thing. And basically. KB Homes, a potential buyer of this land, is looking to set it up to where they can get this streamlined to get this built faster in the neighborhood without these provisions being met, which you normally have to do. Now you're thinking, what's the pros and cons here? Pros and cons from the the side of the staff opposed to the neighborhood and people that want to live in that area and take it more slowly to make sure that the infrastructure is in place because you know that's a really dangerous, weird area by Channel, Alessandro. I can't imagine the traffic that would start to happen off of San Sanjone freeway exit. Okay, so there's a lot of ins and outs that we need to be talking about. So personally, I'm on the slow ro- roll here. But the counter argument ultimately is this. The state is regulating so many things that if KB is proposing to build with this term sheet that council can approve to build 392 homes in a unique way with a property is allowed to build close to 700. Should you as a resident almost say, you know what, we got one bird in the hand here, Spence, to where this company wants to come in, provide housing for people, supposedly supposed to offer opportunity for people to live, lower the cost of living, all of these things that people want pro-housing. Personally, again, I don't believe in that philosophy. I think you need to build per city. The state being 300 miles away, one of the biggest states, the largest incomes, is implementing these same rules from everywhere. So, build slow, build fast. And when you build fast, you might have the chance to not have as many houses there. What do you think?
1: Well, that's a tough one. Because right. I know people have to live somewhere I moved in. You know, it's that old, I'm a perfect example. I lived in T.O. in 61 when it was really sparse. So we could say, all oh, right, where are the originals and all you people are in my backyard. I then moved to Fillmore in brand new builds. So maybe some of those people look over and say, you know, that used to be a field where my kids played. What the heck are you doing here? So I know what it's like to be down the, down the chain a little bit. I know people have to live somewhere, and I, but I dislike haste. So we're in a really interesting position here. Because if something just booms up, bad things can happen. And
0: across the railroad tracks is where the 72 homes went in. Mm-hmm. And that was actually personally bought by KB Holmes. Councilmember Bill McReynolds, to go further in this conversation, for all my super forward tiers that I'll follow this, will always say I'll take it easier on Bill because I helped with his campaign and stuff. But I'm not. I'm going to give you the truth right here again. It was always that Bill has the knowledge to do what he thinks is best with his agenda, which is ultimately protecting us from that 700 home build. Build's mind is always doing, get the best build to the fastest you can, providing community need, prohibiting or hopefully not giving the opportunity for the state to come down and offer all of those complete density building laws that he believes, as we know, the community definitely does not want. And so that's where, like, you look back at, like, leadership by Christy Weir that didn't update this Coastal Commission plan in that area. They say on purpose by certain cities, which dilapidated all this, which then allowed the state to make those laws and then forcing them to do this. Do you see how that works? That's how in our town is a perfect example to say all of the Nimbian for all the years created the opportunity for the mass build. And now they're still the ones saying don't build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was thank you for listening to that because I hope that sounded good. Because I've been working on getting that delivery out, trying to get to understand that again. People keep asking me, Where am I? Where am I? I would have been in the vote to a, a long time ago get these things updated, get the plan updated, get the coastal commission things updated, get the travel plans updated. I'm all about proactivity now that we're here. If I say go fast or slow, I'm a slow guy, and that's exactly where. You know The conversation is lying with housing and how we can really find that middle ground of what we want to do because it's going to come down to constituents and voting. And I want to remind everybody, don't get on the city for this. City employee reached out to me, Spence, and said, hey, I'm Ventura Ford. I'm a huge fan. I said, love you. He said, if they have a problem with this housing, stop calling us and call your state. Call your assembly member. It's Bennett and it's Monarchy Limon. It's not LaVere. It's not city council members. So if you got a problem with this building stuff, the state has to change the law and stop giving all this density bonus issues to the developers, and that's what can stop it. It's
1: one of the biggest issues we have, and I fall for it all the time in government. Whether it's a pothole and it's a city issue, a county issue, whether it's a right-of-way and it's an Amtrak issue or it's a Caltrans issue, whether it's your city council person, your county. see, You've got to make sure you're talking to the right people. Person, especially if you're upset because you don't want to yell at somebody who doesn't have that's just not in their bailiwick if you will it's not something that they have control over good point
0: the state keeps on those topics too because we know about source save our agricultural resources and one of my absolute favorite places in identifying lands is really adjacent to that KB potential spot next to the old packing house, which I call like strawberry fields forever. As you're coming north in the 101, you go through and you make a right-hand turn as you're coming up before you see where there's the big fields right there spent. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Imagine if there's housing there. How much would that change the identity of our town? A lot. Yes.
1: <laughs> Thank it you. Would. It would it would, disrupt what we know as Ventura.
0: As you turn that corner, if you saw that, it'd be like almost like the LA field. So my thought is to instantly, proactively somehow secure that land. And if they want to make it something else other than farming because, you know, maybe pesticides are too close to housing, the land is too expensive, we buy it, we turn it into a huge park.
1: Keep um, it green. Yes. Keep the green.
0: Keep it green. Keep it so when you turn that way, you look, it looks fun, it looks exciting. Maybe the water park from recreation there i am thinking about maybe a tunnel underneath the freeway that maybe gets down into pierpont beach area there so because we talk about how the freeway's always been the scar that really hurt our community especially the access from midtown so if you're gonna be looking at putting 372 homes in that packing plant area i see we instantly moving to keep it the strawberry fields forever and we put a huge park there skate park baseball fields like it's a big area that'd
1: be a big park dude yeah, that'd be great like central park for new york it'd be, be that type of scale
0: sweet it's an identifying piece as opposed to housing and in that same area big shout out relationship i'm working on topic six coming through here ventura forward number 55 all those faithful forward tears let's go we appreciate you spence and spence hanging out topic six my guy chp california highway patrol wanted me to absolutely say in this podcast what a great working relationship we have with Ventura Forward. We will be working together next week, 100%, identifying urban forestry areas, dilapidated areas when it comes to bushes, trees, fencing, different areas along our rivers and roads to get these places cleaned up.
1: Let's do it. Let's work out. You, it was Highway Patrol you were walking with that one time, right? Yes. It was they're, CHP.
0: We're with it right now. We started off with the Alessandro Lagoon was the first project we did when There's a huge encampment along that side and we started cutting it up, cutting those trees up. Why are we doing this? So we don't have people getting hurt. So people and individuals have mental illness, aren't living on the side of the freeway, getting themselves into trouble, getting themselves hurt and injured. We saw a guy just the other day, pushing a shopping cart on the freeway. This is wrong. To continue to of people with mental illness to make dangerous decisions is not a position I will be in and I'll never be in it. If you're thinking you're somebody, you want to be somebody who doesn't take responsibility for the community members who are dilapidated and hurting themselves, that's on you, not me. I'm providing more. It's one tough love. Spence, can you feel me?
1: I can. We got to talk to uh, folks like the Turning Point Foundation. We had Josh in here. We got to work towards the proper settlement here to take care of the people that do have mental health issues like the picture of somebody pushing a shopping cart down the side of the freeway is wrong at every level and these are the people we have to take care of and i i think we do have to get everybody
0: you know, out of we, the wild and we and the biggest thing about this podcast we tell you what I tell everybody is loud and proud we do not have those options and services available right now It doesn't happen, folks. I'll bring my brother again, Jared Eugene Norn, say it out loud every time if I have to, died on the streets of Vegas because those services were not there. He wasn't hurting himself. He didn't want to hurt other people. He was addicted to drugs. His mental illness took over, didn't allow him to live with his family, didn't allow him to have a relationship with anybody in his life. He burned every bridge until he watered on the streets, got involved in criminal activity, and met the wrong person. That's what happens, Mm -hmm. that's literally what happens. It's the same old story, it's a unique story, it's a different story, and if you wanna continue to enable that and think that housing is gonna help, if you give somebody a mental illness, you give them a house, it doesn't work. Think you're gonna put them in jail, treat them like an animal, it doesn't work. You need to evolve, you gotta have new mental health facilities that mandate you stay there, and mandates that you take medication until you figure it out, and if you don't, you stay there, because you know what, I guarantee you, mentally ill people will want that environment, because it'll be way more comfortable in this bullshit area we call freedom
1: I'm with you yeah we got it we got to solve the problem just handing people gifts isn't enough give them the gift of good health and then once they have the good health we can push them forward with some of these benefits because they'll use the benefits properly then but handing somebody keys to a hotel room and it just had a happened wet to get, house it just did, did yeah. they still calm wet houses where you can pretty much come in any way that you want oh it, the county is, Well,
0: the funny thing is the county is saying that they're dry the county claims that they're not doing drugs or that they're having people go and look in these rooms. That's what's so funny, Spence, okay. is that they're web the same time to where they just put 40 more rooms on the Harbor Motel 6 this week. I'm going to be going down there today. I heard they fenced off the area because the county, again, is negotiating this. This is getting now to where elected officials are going to take responsibility. And with 18 months out before the next elections, if you listen to this podcast, be aware. You might be involved in the biggest campaign this county has ever seen because do you think that somebody else has a couple thousand people behind them like Spence and Spence do? No, they don't. They don't. They don't have them, folks. We are the political movement. We are the voice of Ventura County, and we will dictate agenda. And they're going to start to listen. They know it's coming, and it's happening slowly, and it gets into one of my fans right now, a podcast interviewer who was here who won the election was Liz Campos Spence. And if somebody has
1: another angle they think we're wrong, present it. Let's hear what you have to say. Uh, But right now I do go a little on the tough love we have to take care of, we have to remedy, and we have to teach. And then you give the benefits of getting people back into society. But you can't hand the person all these gifts without making sure they're mentally stable and that they're going to take the next step. We've all had the chance to talk to a lot of mental health professionals, and it has to be done in those steps. And you you lived it. I know a couple of friends of mine. I never lived it directly with yeah. dealing with
0: somebody with mental health. You had it in your family. It's, and when it's primary family, it's tough. Secondary mm-hmm. is difficult too. Acquaintances as friends is always, I think we've all had probably not friend or acquaintance, sure. but primary family, it just- Different story. It, it just punches you in the yeah.
1: Blood is different, right? Blood,
0: yeah, literally when there's blood involved uh, in that situation. But back to Liz. Liz loves housing to get people housing, but that's something that we should. Liz is sober. She's a woman. She's a senior. She's handicapped. It's like that's where we should be making these accommodations. And Liz came out with a post this morning, Spence. She's fired up. She was cut out access to City Hall in some areas. And then for the ESPN announcement. To where she posted some photos of her with people standing in front of her, where she couldn't see the podium or anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Liz!" <laughs> so I like it though, because you got to fight for that agenda. Yeah. And if Liz is the ADA accessibility, and then she was in the paper for being quoted for Salud Carbajal. He's having an office at City Hall. They're giving this guy an office at City Hall for a discount, which I think is a little bit interesting. I don't think you should give anybody a discount, especially a politician. But that's just me. And Liz voted no against it because there's bad access. So it's like, here's somebody who's supposed to be, if you use politics, on the far extreme left. To people call Liz left of left. And then you got Carvajal, who's known to be crazy left. And Liz votes against his office. (laughs) Liz, if you listen to this, you're so awesome. (laughs) Spitz, you got to just think it's cool, though, when people don't fit in a box nowadays in California. That's California.
1: But it's good. Yeah. It's a good good sign to see the energy.
0: I want to do something to it. I said Liz, I said the other day. I go, uh-huh. Liz, keep going. Because how many other female, and I don't use demographics, but I think it's necessary sometimes. How many other female, senior, handicapped women do you think are currently in city council members in the state of California? I'm do gonna you say, know? I'm going to say no. No, I don't
1: know. I'm going to say it's extremely
0: low. I'd be shocked if there was one or two. Shocked at that point. She got voted in. So get yeah. the, and that's what happened when you get voted in you get to say what you want because the motivation was true and proven from the voters that's the American way and then your agenda plays for however long your term is so Liz you be you you talked about planting over a thousand trees during your campaign you talked about planting a thousand trees during your general plan budget updates and workshops let's along with other topics but let's see how the city responds to you let's see if they think that Liz Compost is serious and if leadership especially the new city of manager, because let's get into topic number 11 right now, jumping down. Isn't the city manager hunt and search goes on. It's got to happen soon, Spence. I'm getting the phone calls. The rumors are flying. The candidates are calling me. The potentials for the recruitments are calling. I am excited about this process because we got some horses, and I think that they're in the lead.
1: And we do have a big paycheck on
0: this one, so we got to pick the right person. We've got to. We really want... This is probably the, the most interesting consultant report that I ever want to read. There's certain topics that come across, whether it be like the marijuana permitting process or housing ordinances and different stuff that I'll read the reports, which are great. This one I'm looking forward to. I want to see how this was evaluated, how all of the eight candidates were treated, how was it treated fairly, and then ultimately, did they pick the person the consultant advised? That's what I'm looking after too, so that'll be totally popping off. All right, let's stick to a little more lighter side here. Let's go some sports. Sports here before we pop into our sponsorships. Rolling down episode fifty-five into forward, forward tears. We love you. Buena baseball second round loss this week. Spence ten to seven to La Cerna. La Cerna came up from L.A., beat him down. Bulldogs went off to a three nothing lead. La Serna scratched back. Good game. Ended up losing ten to seven. So. Good year again for the Bulldogs baseball sports. We continue to support the athletes, the baseball, football, basketball, mostly. We need to see how Sadie ended up doing as a Cougar.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, to Jake Earhart, uh, local boy makes good. He uh, swam for El Rio, then swam for Oaks Christian as water polo player. He went to USC, and he is currently up for what would be considered the uh, Heisman Trophy for water polo this is a huge honor and he's up for that and he's he's straight out of camarillo uh through the system got a national championship at sc he will be swimming for our olympic team he's from here and
0: he's up for this award so that's a big deal huge huge because you got to be huge in the water too he's a big kid big old boy i can only imagine i actually saw his sta- facebook too i heard he's gonna go play professionally over in italy i think It's such a life, right? Yeah, when he was like
1: 14, he was being flown to Barcelona. He was all (laughs) over the place because he has been, you can guess it, terrific from the get-go. And he was on the junior Olympic team, the Olympic team. SC, the only water polo schools really, okay, somebody call me on it. Berkeley, Stanford, UCLA, USC. You got a trend here, folks. Pepperdine And I think Santa Barbara has won one. Six California schools. Arizona might be the only outside of California school that has won a title.
0: Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. So
1: that's the power of water polo here in California.
0: From the local to the hardwood on the biggest stage. We rarely go outside Ventura Sports when we talk about sports. But I want to talk about a game tonight between the Lakers and the Warriors. Why is that important, Spence, for me? Local small business. For, there's no way for me, for being a fan of the city of Ventura, I can cheer against the Lakers tonight because the bars will be full. The people will be hopping. If they beat the Warriors, there's a guaranteed four more games. That's four more nights. The bars are busy. The restaurants are popping. So for me, I'm hoping seven games, championship, Lakers lose
1: one of my biggest <laughs> things is, for me as as a local fan, it's mostly because I was raised around the teams, but I am 100% it's Dodgers, it's Kings, it's Rams again, and it's Lakers. And one, my heart's with those teams because I saw them, but what you said exactly, for the local economy, I know a Danny who owns, Danny Felix owns Pro Image. When he gets a title, if it's the Dodgers, if it's the Lakers, if it's a local team, even the Los Angeles Kings, it brings money locally. And what Spencer said about people uh, going to bars, going to restaurants, you know, pizza joints, whatever it is, it is more money for the community. Money is here. So it's not only a bonus that your local team wins that you can actually drive to and watch, but it is about the economy. So that's another reason why. I'm a fan
0: of the local
1: teams because it does
0: mean a lot. And a little farther, too, like talking about guys like Austin Reeves or Lonnie Walker, those names, you know, you're on the basketball court now. You're playing it up. It just builds up that imagination. It's so cool to think about what sports do um, just on that level. So we don't talk about the big stuff a lot. But when it comes to Lakers and Dodgers and that big level and big moments, it does affect the youth getting back here. Being a basketball coach, we're out there today playing hoops at at the morning game, talking about the game. It's bringing water cooler conversation out there. So, so many added benefits. Yeah,
1: I'm all in, all in. And I don't follow some of these sports really closely, but whenever they're in there, I am saying, hey, go team, go. Because I know what it means to uh, people that have businesses here.
0: Last night, I was celebrating like I won the championship because we pulled off our big Cabrillo Middle School Parent Teacher Organization Spring Social Event. It was fun, it was delicious. Mark, Chris, Nicole, the Rocks and Drams team laid down that red carpet again for Ventura forward. So shout out first again for Rocks and Drams for putting up with me. I'm not the best organizer when it comes to that, but it come party day, Spence, we bring the fun. The Cambrio Middle School Jazz Band was out in the street on California Street. You can see the oceans crashing to the south. City Hall was to the north. About 150 to 200 people were stopping and listening. Even the homeless dude with the marijuana leaf hat and driving by on the bike, the little son of a gun, we wanted to kick his ass. But anyway, the kids didn't miss a beat from all the distraction, and Mr. Bocali... Again, Mario Bacalli from Yes, a famous Bocala family from Ojai and Ventura continues to dram out and bring these kids the highest level at their age to where they were seeing a little Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-C-E-S-P-T, which I can't even say it because I got so much respect for those kids, Spence.
1: Sounds like a which I wish I was there.
0: It was absolutely cool, dude. So I love it. I feel, I woke up this morning. I was like, whew. And I, 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 I almost had a teary moment. I'll admit this. I almost started crying. Because I kind of feel sometimes in leadership that I never let myself think that I did enough. I think it's one of my faults to where I'm always pushing more, maybe to the detriment of doing too much sometimes. But in leadership, you got to find that middle ground of letting others be themselves, trusting the plans in place. And I just want to give a shout out to my team, Shannon, Yesenia, Julie, Andy, everyone that's there, Jen. It's just an absolute PTO team. Sarah, I don't think I'm I'll probably forgetting a little name here, but the picture was great last night. It was absolutely represented at all. I was one of 12 people again. I don't think I'm not thinking the only male, again, not to use demographics, but the rest of the world wants to. The only male PTO president in the district. So it's just really good to come together with those ladies, see it all happen. I was downtown Ventura. Mark with Rocks and Drams, the owner, was there. The, the residents were passing by. And I just said, this is Ventura Ford Spence right here. Let's go. Let's go. Come on now. As I don't get teary here, let's pump it back up because this podcast is breaking through with a few more of our topics coming up. We're going to wrap up 55, but let's get into our sponsors. The Ventura Music Hall brought the shows again. Holy Toledo Spence, the Violent Femmes, the Folk Punk Band from 1983 came and played their Violent Femmes, Violent Femmes album in its entirety. I went to both nights, had an absolute blast, Band, Let's go.
1: Both Nights. I went both. Did nights. the two for wow, that's cool. My and, wife would have loved to have been there.
0: And I, there was, I, I'll admit, it was super awesome. I did miss the first 20, 30 minutes of the first concert, so I missed Blister in the Sun. So I had to go back and make sure that I saw the first three or four songs of that album because you know they're iconic from Blister in the Sun to Add It Up. You know, just great songs. Ending with Gone Daddy Gone, they closed the show out with uh, American um, American. What's it I'm Blinking this like, American Dance, whatever it is.
1: American. I have to look it up. I got an I'm American, gonna say American Psycho. Yeah, whatever. I'm
0: <laughs> blanking right now. You can see my rock and roll. My memory is horrible. Spence, let me ask you a quick question though. Yes. Are you one of the people that can remember lyrics, or do you forget all lyrics? I'm bad at
1: lyrics, but I'm good at like songs and bands. But I'm horrible at lyrics. Really find, bad.
0: Are you shocked that after hearing a song for a hundred times, you still don't know the lyrics? What yes. the fuck? Absolutely. The fuck? <laughs> Absolutely. It's going... embarrassing. Or I'll be singing. I'll go. Yeah. Those were the words Yeah, because I got the wrong thing in there. Sometimes yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. How mad do you get? I'm mad when... at lyrics. Dude, this is a, an emotion that you can only share on this podcast. You've been singing a song for a long time. You love the song. Let's say whatever it is. I don't know, something stupid like Journey or something. Can't stop believing it. Right? You think you know it. You see all of a sudden the lyrics are different than what you thought. Do you get like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy that I learned those lyrics? Are you a little more disappointed and upset that the song has now changed to what you thought the song meant?
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: You're like literally mad because you were making this mistake for 10 years. And I have that feeling so many times where I'm just like, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to keep singing it wrong, actually. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm going to just stick
1: gonna with go. what you knew, right? <laughs> yeah. One d- of the songs is classic.
0: I, how do they change the lyrics?
1: La Bamba. Is, is a classic one where, where people get the lyrics completely wrong.
0: Do, you, wait, you're, you're trying to ruin La Bamba now.
1: Well, it's, uh, and <laughs> anybody who can speak Spanish and understand Spanish, I apologize in advance. But if you hear the very, very beginning of it, it's para bailar La Bamba. It's Spanish. But with me, it was... Ba, de, ga, ba, de, ga. I just thought it was like yabba-dabba-doo. I, I, I didn't know. And I, then somebody looked look at me and say, you know there's words in there, don't
0: you? Right? And I know it's
1: terrible. It's Ugh. terrible. But it's funny when you do that. Somebody's got to help me with that. When, when Robert Torres comes in again, the drummer, uh, he's uh, Johnny and the Love Handles. Uh, talk to somebody about, like, Right lyrics with him because he'd get a kick out of it. But, yeah,
0: I am that guy,
1: 100%. Gosh,
0: let's keep us fenced in here. And the fences we know that aren't being kept anybody in are the ones along the River Park Trail, the state parks, everywhere else. These chain link fences are cut, clipped, and people are walking around. So if you continue to want to have that safety in our community, one quick way that I'm working with city leaders Getting back to our relationship with the California Highway Patrol, because a lot of those fences are on Highway Patrol areas, Mm -hmm. is getting back to where we can maybe have a new tougher fence. You can't cut so easily to protect these areas, and when you're talking about the River Park Trail, this gets into a lot of access to the freeway. It's about safety. It's about kids. It's about women, being able to exercise, men, being able to be outside, kids, being able to ride their bikes, because I will commit myself, and I will go down, Spence. I might, you might have to pick me up off a river trail if I got to put myself on the line, because I can't have any more.
1: Yep. Enough zombies. Clean it up. I got 100%. Get them out.
0: Thank I'll Take you. care of them. Get them out. There's a new song on the Ventura Forward Instagram. Have you ever heard it? No. It goes like this. It goes, holes and fences, holes the fences. And the camera moves to the side so and every time you see a little hole in a fence we sing it together okay it's kind of like a little kid song okay. and then you kind of go hole in it's kind of like if you're singing your baby little song and it's kind of like a, and it's mocking about how easy it is to like have this get through yeah, yeah it's it's like, no defense it's holes no in fences holes in yeah. fences here it is again like build that wall right yeah it's totally like doors open yeah <laughs> so All right, man, I'm loving this. Let's get it going here. Ventura Ford, Ventura Music Hall. Who else has been coming through? Johnny's has been coming through big time. Spence, I wanted to tell you earlier this morning that yesterday we gave Johnny's a shout-out for the big Second Saturday cleanup. Mm -hmm. So we're going to end this podcast in the last few minutes talking about the big Second Saturday cleanup that we put together with the COC, the Center Outreach, the Community Outreach Center, Jackie Pierce heading it off. We got Kendra. With the WCDC, we got Helen with the Westside Community Council, getting all these things organized. Monos and Nidos will be there with Maria. Everyone should be out there. The Axe Boys should be out there with Steve. And Johnny's is bringing those burritos. I went by Johnny's at 1045 yesterday. And I go, listen to this. I put you on the radio. And I'm showing him the clip real fast. He goes, oh, I know. Somebody already came in and bought a burrito and said that they heard you on the radio. I was like, let's wow. get it, dude. An Good. Hour, an hour and 45 minutes later. Why
1: are we going to help out? That's he, awesome.
0: Right? And he's helping out, too. Everybody was stoked. What a guy. Super stoked. Sharing the Stoked. The vibes are out there and the radio waves are active. So come out, get after it, get those sponsors. We got Spencer McKenzie's. We're going to go there after. I got to email. Uh, Spencer's tonight let them know we're coming by for some tacos tomorrow Those sponsors out there Ventura music Hall still wants to know three the top 10 coolest people let's get that list going again give me a name of somebody who's popped up recently who you want to add to the top 100 coolest people boy who do I want to add to the
1: top you know I'm sad that I don't have a last name here and it's terrible but I just met Josh in studio Josh is is working with turning point now I met him with the railroad in Fillmore, and he did so much for those people. It's really sad it ended up, but he had promotions. He had a wing walker, he had a, um, a biplane doing stunts. He just lit the rail fest. Up And then stuff happened and he's on his merry way, but now he's working with the turning point. They have a big mental health day that's coming up. We're going to be talking about it at Ventura Harbor Village. Josh, I'm horrible for not remembering your last name, but he is a guy and he's working with turning point. So he's a, a guy that I'd known before that's come in in a new position and he's going to do good things.
0: Nice. Yeah, I had a chance to meet Josh at the card expo, the sports card expo with Tom last month. Very fine gentleman. I'm gonna add Anderson Pock to that list, Spence. even though he might not be Ventura Ventura, he definitely is involved now. the city is here. So Anderson, I somehow must have spaced you the first list. I don't know how I messed that one up, but I'm definitely going to put you on now. And number on my list, I'm gonna look down here.-hmm.-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going a new yeah, I'm going with a kid this time. Carter's guy Carter Kimball. Huge fan. Of ventura forward and he really wanted me to come out to that baseball game so as i put a few of the youngsters on the list i have a few more young come through there so cardo that flowing blonde hair makes the list keep being a huge advocate of ventura forward excited to see where you go in the future all right spence those sponsorships we need more of them oh e-bike store downtown is going to be purchasing ventura forward a new saw we put out there that we would need a new saw and within 24 hours. Let me get the name here. Bum bum bum. Ooh. Where are you? Got it right here. 805 e-bike. Coming through. I think they were the ones that had the bike stolen from their front window. We promoted for them. We've been talking about them. It's a one big community love. So, 805 e you're going to sponsor sponsor a shout out. And this podcast is wrapping up, 55. The love is flowing. We could probably hang out here all day with you, but we got to get down to the fairgrounds. There's a big home run derby tonight, the Patrick Graham home run derby, Foothill Little League, so activities are going to be high, and it's sunny outside. Spence, do you have a good time?
1: Mother's Day, Sunday. I did have a great time, but uh, I get mom something. Even if it doesn't cost any money, get mom something. Cook mom breakfast, take mom to the botanical gardens, get mom out there, have some fun with mom.
0: Having fun with mommy. And next year, ho, ho, there's one more little plug I have. A huge fan, a lady, Spence. She will be making us our first ever plush character Ventura forward toy. Howie, the cat. We, we have swag. List. This is great. Can you? Hey, don't you think it could be a hot seller? A little cat. One hundred percent for the kids, right? It's gonna be gigantic. Howie the Cat plush thing coming out soon. We're dropping more of that stuff. Chris and Sam will be listening to this podcast all the time. In the back of the house, guys. Those culture vultures are bringing the goods to Ventura Forge platforms. We absolutely love you guys. Until next time, let's go.